Today's massive storm has edged out some of the wall-to-wall political coverage. Now election seasons can seem endless, omnipresent political ads and debates. But what if you and your entire community opted out and created a new system? A small town in Mexico plagued by corruption and illegal logging has done just that. Annie Murphy has this story from the town of Chiron. Josefina Estrada lives in a simple cement house on the outskirts of town. For about three years, more than 200 trucks rumbled past here each day. The trucks carried timber stolen from land that belongs to the indigenous Purépecha people. The few who tried to stop the loggers were threatened, and some were killed. But police and local officials did nothing, says Estrada, and neither did the community until April 2011. I was out in the street when another truck passed by. The men in the truck were drinking. They taunted me, calling out, Adios, Senora, and just tossed their beer bottles out the window. I was so full of rage that I went inside and started crying. I wondered whether God even existed anymore. That night, the women from this neighborhood got together to figure out what we could do. The next morning, they called together other villagers. A few hours later, armed only with rocks, fireworks, and, as the women say, their courage, the group managed to stop several trucks, even though some of the loggers had guns. Eventually, the loggers escaped, but the Purépecha burned the vehicles in protest. Then they closed the roads. They kept vigil over their town, and they decided they were done with the old political system. Instead, they dreamed up a new way to do things. Trinidad Ramirez is one of 12 Keris, the indigenous leaders who now make up the town council. If we ask the state for security and the state doesn't provide it, we should take care of ourselves. Some people think we had a rebellion, but this is no rebellion. This is us demanding our rights. And the Mexican government ultimately approved it. As an indigenous group, the Purépecha have the right to self-govern. Ramirez says that making decisions as a group limits corruption. Even the election was done in public, together. The vote isn't secret. Each person just stands behind their candidate. No one fights. No one says anything. It's a different way of doing things. There's no propaganda. No speeches, no ads, no fundraisers. People just physically go and stand behind their candidate to show their support the way the Purépecha used to choose leaders generations ago. We talked to the oldest people in town, the grandparents, to start to discover how they made decisions in the past. And we turned to a lot of books, too. Ramirez opens a cupboard full of thick books, all of them about the Purépecha. History books, ethnographies, he says these books help the villagers figure out how to apply lessons from the past to the present. One key to their new system is security. With no police, the town now relies on indigenous guards. Today, one group is patrolling a checkpoint on the edge of town. It's just two cinder block huts and five guards in black t-shirts milling around listening to Norteño music on a tiny radio. They carry guns, old police guns, and check every single car. They're in control here. But in the forest, it's different. In the wooded hills that surround the town of Chiran, attacks still happen. In July, two Purépecha villagers were tortured and shot after going into the forest. As we hike through thick underbrush, guards fan out and disappear into the trees. 
It's unnerving. The guard who stays behind tells me why. They're going to make sure that there's no one out here who surprises us. Sometimes the loggers still come out and see if they can catch people off guard and kidnap them, and they're never found. It's still dangerous for people to go far from town, to the forest, or even to their farms after dark, which means the local economy is struggling. What's more, some regional officials are upset Chidan has opted for its own local government and don't want to give the town its share of state resources. But people here say they're still better off, and they may have started something. Juan Jose Estrada Serafin is from a neighboring village. He moved away to study, but came back when he saw what was unfolding in Chiran. My town has seen the transformation in Chiran, that things can be done differently, he says, that people can be united and get work done together. For The World, I'm Annie Murphy, Chiran, Mexico. This story was produced in collaboration with reporter Isabella Cota and Round Earth Media's Mexico Reporting Project.